Hello, Janine here, host of the Mindset Alchemy podcast. Welcome as we explore the world of life, business, and much more, understanding that we can know intuitively, choose consciously, create intentionally, and be effortlessly. Have a beautiful day, and I would love to hear your feedback after you've listened to this recording. Bye-bye. Hello, I am so delighted to have Farah Hussein from Scotland on our podcast. Farah, welcome. I'm delighted you had time in your schedule for us today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Janine. And I'll always have time for you. You're one of those people that I'll always make time for. And I'm so glad that we we reconnected, Michelle connected us as well. So thank you for having me. Oh, no, likewise. Absolutely. People, I'm going to ask Farah to introduce herself. Oh, and before we go, Farah has the most amazing husband. He brought her coffee and something along with that with absolute love. We will so let me just say with dates. We've got with some dates, dates and we've got some cheese. Oh, yummy, yummy. Oh. See, people, I'm jealous. <laughs> we'll talk about love languages later and we'll talk about the reason Farah's having her her snack now and by the way dates are amazing i love having dates they sustain the energy they keep your blood sugar going and because they've got minerals in them people i highly advise them instead of chocolate exactly okay farah please share with the people who you are what you do and i would just like to give a heads up i love what farah said in her bio life's too short i changed my life and i'm obsessed with changing yours over to you, Farah, to explain. <laughs> what an intro, right? My name is Farah, Farah Hussein. Um, who am I? This is always very hard to explain when you say, who are you? Right, first of all, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say I'm a wife, I'm a, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter. I'm Farah. Yes. I found my way and I found me. So when I discovered Farah, I had to make a change. And I had to make a change in the way I do things. So before COVID, I wanted to open up a business cafe, a platform where people can meet, eat and connect. I love connecting people. There's a reason why I think we'll go into that later on, why I want, why I love connecting people. But then it didn't happen. And then COVID happened and I opened um, online for a networking. Networking is tarnished with the wrong brush. Mm. And if I had another word for networking, I'd probably use that. But it's more about human to human networking and making those connections, mm-hmm. having conversations. So I built Farah networking on the back of having conversations. You definitely do. And what came to mind when you were talking, Farah, is conversations and connections because I truly have found connections in your conversations and I love the question Farah asks on Monday they really get your week going they get you to dive deep into yourself and they allow you to step forward Farah where did the life's too short come about see when you actually look at people's lives and um they always want to do something when something happens to them. Mm. 
Mm. Right. So please don't take this the wrong way. And I don't mean it in the wrong way. I'm going to be very careful in, in what I say because I don't want to hurt anyone. Right. I'm just seeing it through my eyes. So let's just say someone has got cancer. Mm -hmm. And that's when they realize life is too short and they wake up and they think we've got to do so many things. So why don't we just think life is too short? Because we just don't know what will happen to us and if we'll ever wake up in the morning or if we'll ever come back into our house and see our loved ones. We will never know. So I'm very spiritual and very religious and my teachings teach me live every day as if it's your last day. Yes. So when you have that in mind, life is definitely short. I agree with you uh, with that. I also have learned to look at life, live today, live in the moment and do with love what you can do now because that makes all the difference. Farah, you definitely help people change their lives. Would you like to share a bit about how your networking group works and who you, because how Farah, what impressed me is Farah does an interview with each person before, and it was just so much fun connecting with her. Farah, how did you evolve the system? I've networked, I've been networking for over 10 years now. And I used to go to every networking event that was out there because that's what we were told, right? You need to network, you need to speak to people, but I didn't know how to network. And every networking group is different. And I realized that. And it, some of them are for me, some of them were not for me. And the ones that were for me, I started going there and I became consistent. And that's how people started to get to know me. But initially, I went to every networking event and somebody said to me, Janine, you, could, you would go to an opening of an envelope. And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that meant. <laughs> what did it come to mean for you? I, I left it open. I left it blank because I don't know if it was a sarcasm and I don't know if it was a, it was a compliment, right? So I left it open. And then now looking back, I know why I left it open because I wanted to create something. Yes. That, where people don't have to go to everywhere, that they can just find their tribe. And that, that's how it's evolved. Oh, that is so beautiful. While you were sharing that, I was just thinking, I used to, people mentioned the word going to a networking meeting and I would run away. Um, number one, because I'm an introvert. Number two, because I am a projector and an empath and just dealing with people's energies for me was hectically hectic. So what I found absolutely powerful about yours is, yes, we get an initial question and then we break into much smaller groups. What gave you this idea? Um, when I every networking event that you go to, you're expected to do a pitch. Mm -hmm. right? When I first started networking, my pitch was not perfect. I my heart went go boom, boom, boom. I know that feeling. <laughs> it's a horrible feeling. And then I looked at everybody, I'm like, their pitches are so perfect, but it's not coming from the heart. Yes. I'm like, mm, it just doesn't sit well with me. 
So that's where I thought, right, if I was to do something like this myself, I looked at everything. I looked at all the good things. And I looked at the things that didn't suit me. I looked, I spoke to a lot of people. And pitching was one of those things. Because by the time your turn comes to pitch, right, you've not taken the, the time to write down what they're doing because mm -hmm. you're worried about what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. And then you forget what someone else says. And once you've done your pitch, you're like, phew, it's done. <laughs> You know, then then you then you chill out. So I didn't want to introduce pitching, and the whole point of networking is having a conversation, isn't it? Yes, for me, it's about connecting with others. I'm actually more curious about what they do than even sharing what I do. And it's quite exactly. a shock when people say, "Well, what do you do, Janine? Oh, you want to know what I do?" As <laughs> well, I'm like, "Oh, I forget me." Yes. <laughs> It's like, yeah. I've just been so intrigued with what you do. Let's explore what you do, because let's see where I can refer, where I can work through it. And that is actually the beautiful energy that I discovered in your network. Now, Farrah, let's talk about something that's similar and yet a little bit different. You are really quite an expert on helping people on LinkedIn. How did you become passionate about this? Tyler Miller. Trial and error. I I like to jump into things without thinking sometimes. And, and I get called, I don't know, I don't know in South Africa if they know Mr. Bean, right? Yes, we but do. I love you Mr. Do Mr. Bean. Bean. <laughs> what's, his, what's his name? Ron Atkinson. Ron Atkinson, yeah. I, I love Mr. Bean and I'm I'm a bit like Mr. Bean, right? I've got what it takes to do it, but I don't really realise what I'm doing until I actually jump in and actually do it. And even my kids say, I'm like, how did you manage that? I'm like, um, I don't know. I just pressed this and I pressed that. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> LinkedIn is such a great platform, Janine. Such a great platform. I have been working on it. And I've been listening to people. And I've been taking ideas from it. But I believe one thing, right? One thing is authenticity, mm. right? Mm. It doesn't matter what platform you're on and how you use it algorithm hashtags blah 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 do you know what it goes over my head and it still goes over my head bless michelle she's um, did a presentation and i got something out of it i, I love it but i'd never had an agenda mm -hmm. like my only intention was to go out there and if someone gets something from it i've done my job oh that is beautiful i love that so in your group, you have a huge mix of people. How do you feel when you do the interview with people? What helps you understand if that person will be a good fit or not? Um, I don't interview them. I have a conversation with them. And oh, I love that. Oh, I, love that. I apologize. Yes, because <laughs> I did feel it was more of a conversation and an yeah. interaction rather than exactly. an interview. I have, I have a conversation and I'm all about vibes and energy. And if I don't feel the person, um, then I will politely decline. And because th they'll give me, they will give me a reason, right? For example, they might say, well, how many, let's just say, life coaches are, are in, your, in your group? That puts me off. Mm, mm. Because, like, everyone is different. Everybody connects to people in a different way. Mm -hmm. So that means you're not confident in what you're doing. You're worried about your competitors. Your competitors shouldn't be a competition. 
Because really, if you actually think about it, you mean, right? Everyone wants to help someone, but they're doing it in their own way. Yes. Right? And that's just the way it is. So they're doing a good thing. How can they be your competition when they're doing where they want to serve other people? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying everybody's like that, right? There's some people out there that do it just for the sake of doing it, but there's so many people out there that want to serve other people. So if the, if it's not the right fit, I'll just say to them, I'll say, look, I'm sorry, but VARA networking isn't for you. Mm. Because you've got to look at it this way, Janine. I'm responsible for the people that are in VARA networking groups. So if something happens outside or they've said something and I've brought in the red bad apple, then it's going to affect the whole group, right? Yes. And this is why it's important to... Find out what they are, what the intentions are, why do they want to network, is it their first time, and if it feels right, they come in as a guest, right? That's the first step. And if they like it, and if their thing is good for them, then they can join. And if they don't, it doesn't matter. Yes. I must say, I have really, really benefited from the other coaches and energy workers in your group. I've had a lot of um, ideas sparked. There's potential for collaboration. So for me, I see it as a gift when there's more people uh, doing what I enjoy. And what do you feel about mindset work? Mindset work is so, so important and I think mindset work or well-being, again, it's overused. It's so overused. Everyone does it in a different way. Everybody's journey is different. Everybody starts in a different way. Everything starts within us. It's us. We have to make the change within us. And if we start making the change within us and then get the right mindset, and then it just spirals from there. Mindset is everything. It's the basis of everything. If you skip the mindset bit and you jump onto something else, you might be you might get the short term gain, but you mm -hmm. won't get the long term gain. Then you still have to come back and start from there, isn't it? Absolutely, I absolutely agree with that. I've seen people slide back because of their mindset. And people, I would just like to clarify: thinking and thoughts are very different to your mind and your mindset. Yeah. One gets to work and be the observer of our thoughts in order to do the correct mindset work and the questions Farah asks in the group really really help with that and getting into conversations with the other people Farah has been so interesting because like sometimes there's some people that just for the heck of it will take an opposite point of view just to see what people say and I, I, I'd like look at this and I go is that really what you believe no no <laughs> I just Love okay <laughs> Let's start again. <laughs> no, actually, it's wonderful because it makes one think. It's like a debate to you. Like where you take, you might not agree with the, uh, the point you've got, and yet you get to broaden your perspective and your thinking. And it's what I've enjoyed about it is it's not just business, it's growth. And that yes. is what I feel you offer is growth. Absolutely. What is your vision with Farrah Networking? What is the difference you're choosing to make? It's bringing like-minded people together. And um, as I said before to you, Janine, I, I headhunt diamonds. And it really excites me. It excites me when I meet people. I met you, like Michelle, amazing individuals. And it, my, my heartbeat goes boom, boom, boom. And it excites me. 
And then when you actually think about it, right, when you put these people together, who've got the same mindset, same vision, same, same aspirations, and if you put them together, you create a movement. Yes. Right? Wow. For the good. Love it. And it sends those ripples out into the world for positive change, for higher consciousness and definitely greater awareness. And yes. that is what I've discovered in your networking group. So I just would like to thank you for that. It's been, you actually revolutionized my idea of networking. It's so interesting <laughs> because I, I met Michelle in another very much more business oriented, orientated network that led to your network and the two complement each other very absolutely. absolutely. And uh, yes, Michelle is a catalyst for change. She really She's amazing. She's amazing. But listen, if you actually think about it, right, there's no right and wrong. I agree. As long as you've got the right intention and you're not there to hurt anyone and you want to do it for the right reasons, it's your life. Mm -hmm. It's your rules. You do what's good for you. That's it. And so it's the fear, isn't it, that comes into play? It's like, what if I did this? And what if this happens? And what if this happens? To hell with it. Then you think about it. Life is too short. Because mm -hmm. if you don't do it, someone else is going to come along and do it. And then you'll be thinking, oh, I wish I had done it. Oh, I love that. Yes. So many times those ideas. <laughs> But then you forget to act on them or you don't. Oh, they they've pinched my idea. Exactly. Actually, actually, the idea moved on because it wished to be birthed, it wished to come forward. Absolutely. And that's why I say that's why I say is like I help people to follow their dreams. It doesn't matter what it is. Yes. I dreamt a dream, I had a dream. But I didn't have the courage or the, the mindset wasn't right. It wasn't the right time. I just didn't know who to ask for help because I thought if I utter something, they're going to think that's such a hideous idea. How could you even come up with it? But you actually think about it. No idea is bad. I agree. Yeah. It's always a gift from the creator. Yeah. Because that's, well, my personal belief is we're here to create for the creator to experience creation. We co-create. And I know I've come up against a lot of opposition with that. And that's okay, because that means um, what resists persists very often. So it means the idea will gain strength. Exactly. Sarah, if you had to share one thing with our audience to help them create their dreams, what would that be? Take time out. Just take time out and reflect on your life. Where are you at the moment? COVID was great in, in the nicest possible way. It was good because it gave me the time to pause and reflect and stop acting like a robot. Yes. Right. So I, what I would just say to people is just stop and think, what are you doing? Where are you going? What, what do you really like to do? As you always say, journal it, write it down. Mm -hmm. And then remember one thing, <laughs> life is too short. Life is too short when we just sit and do nothing. Farah, yeah. this is a month of regaining our power. So what you've said there is all about 
tapping into our power and um and for those who are listening on the replay, we are currently in the month of August. And we've just gone past Lionsgate portal and um, we are about to hit full moon. So <laughs> energetically, we, we're, we've had a week between two very, very powerful events. For me, it is just so important for the work you're doing, empowering people and stepping forward. And I would love you to share about the live you did on LinkedIn with the young cow in the field. <laughs> Please, can you share? That to me was just such a breath of fresh air. And people, this is what made me just, uh, it just settled me for the whole day watching it. <laughs> oh, that incident. I love that incident. I, I go for a walk every single morning and I always say that that's my time. That's me time. And that's my download time. And I keep so much stuff walking is an hour and a half and I make sure I go out for this walk and I go on the same route unless I'm going with someone else going to the park so there's a farm where I walk and there's like sea and there's a farm and there's lovely cows and I always say good morning hello how are you what are you doing and I think they get used they got used to my voice and it was just so happened that they're all eating Cows were all grazing and eating the grass. This one was just standing there by itself. And it just reminded me, it's not good to be by yourself. So I just shouted out to it and I just started talking to it. And I was absolutely gobsmacked that the cow responded back. Yes. And I said, are you okay? And he went, yes. It was beautiful to see. And I just captured it. I, just, I was just like... Do, I, I normally capture it for my Instagram stories and I always put it out and I encourage people to go for a walk and I use hashtag walk with Farah because it, it just changed my life mm -hmm. and I, that's how I inspire other people to change theirs by always leading by example so I take it I always video it and always take stories and it was just capturing that moment and I didn't realize that this was going to happen and I'm like this is important this is this is God's creation yes. like this is just amazing how God has created, if you actually think about it, I'm going off on a tangent here, but we actually think about it, the ants and the frogs and the insects and the butterfly, every single insect has a purpose and it's out there and it's and it's going doing what it has to do but that insect or that creation that the, the, the animals they don't care what's happening around them as human beings, we're given a brain and that brain gets us to overthink but every single one of us has a purpose so if we understand our purpose we should be just in that purpose and doing what we have, have to do so that the conversation with the cow was absolutely amazing I love having conversations with them and I think they just love hearing the voice and they just get they know me now because I see them every day that is so powerful. I work a lot with elemental energy and I absolutely adore that because, yes, they do connect with us because they really are, are alive and that makes yeah. such a difference. Oh, Farah, this has been amazing. So we were speaking about love languages at the beginning with Mr. Hussein's love language being one of them being gifts. What brought you into awareness of love languages? <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. It was not until my children did a quiz on love language. I'm like, what? what? And because myself and Mr. H, I call my husband Mr. H. Mr. H is a totally opposite from me. So we clash at times, right? So he does, he's a he's more of a, a he doesn't like taking risks. 
Yeah. She's like cautious, perfectionist. And I'm like, go, 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 let us get, let's see what happens. He goes, calm down, calm down, just calm down. <laughs> so he brings me down. Parents. <laughs> yeah, he just balances what I'm down. And so when he's like that, and I bring him back up again. So we, we kind of give him So my, my love language is more about doing things, you know, quality time, affirmations. That's my love language. Mm. Oh, my giddy aunt, that's it. I've watched people where their love languages are quality time. My husband's love language is quality time, and mine is acts of service. And you can just so pass each other without understanding the other person yes. is saying, I love you. Now, when he brings me coffee, because I know his love language is not tasks. I know he's saying, I love you in the way that I can receive it. Yes, so it was just so beautiful to see how you received from him the cup of coffee and you affirmed him by saying, thank you. I appreciate you. That was to me, was just so beautiful. And listeners, it's just a gift I would like to give you. When we affirm people with words of, words of affirmation, words of love, it just feeds our souls so deeply. So it was beautiful watching you feed both of your souls with that. Isn't it? It's important, Janine. It's important to tell people that. Yes. Always give it. Always give credit where credit is due. And even if credit isn't due, just by saying thank you, I appreciate you. Because yes. people remember gratitude and appreciation are not the same thing appreciation is allowing it to add value to your life even if you may not be grateful when your children make sticky raw burnt uh, pancakes gratitude for the mess in the kitchen is not a thing and yet the appreciation of their, their thinking to do it is what comes forward have you ever had that experience <laughs> oh yes many times many times my children are older now but many times and still still at times when I son, my son comes home from London uh, he's in his room and he's his cups of coffee and everything's like in his room and he's carrying them downstairs the next day I'm like why don't you just do it when you come down you know it's like what <laughs> I, love <laughs> it. I love it Farah, this has been absolutely delightful. Is there anything you would like to add as a an add-on? Anything? Oh, yeah, I know. Do you know what? It's one thing I'd just like to say at the end. This keeps smiling. Yes. <laughs> it does change the world, hey? It does. People, I will put uh, Farah's bio in the show notes and go find her on LinkedIn, Farah Hussein, and uh, even reach out and have a conversation with Farah. You will absolutely benefit and create from it in a much, much more expansive way. Thank you, Farah. Thank you, Jenny. Gratitude for you being on today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening and remember, come and find me on social media and tell me what you got out of this, where you can shift and change and what it is you'd like to change to. If you'd like to work with me, reach out and let's chat. Have a great, glorious and phenomenal day. Bye-bye.